0: Welcome to another episode of Millennials in Ministry with Erica V. Byrne. Um, I, the reason why I wanted to have my sister on this show is because she's extremely passionate. She's knowledgeable. She's a, writer, she's a dancer. She's a choreographer. She's funny. Um, she's creative. She's well, sings. She's uh, very opinionated, meaning when she believes in something, she believes in it. And you're not going to change your mind because she believes in it. Right. so um, to some I balance, wanted to... Yes, yes, that's (laughs) what happens in your life. Um, But I wanted to have this conversation, particularly with Erica, uh, lies that Christian millennials believe about relationships. Number one, because we talk about it a a lot, because I'm in the middle of uh, trying different things, and basically, like, I'm in the in-between. I've gone on some dates. Some of them haven't been successful. Some have, and then, like, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what my journey is and to, uh, one day being married, and my sister has a lot of uh, opinions about it, you know, <laughs> and so I want to, I want to ask you, Erica, what is the biggest lie that you believe Christian millennials believe when it comes to relationships?
1: Cool, y'all. Well, thanks, Erin, for having me. Hello, everyone in the millennials and ministry world. I guess I want to first start the conversation by saying this is not everyone's experience, and I think that's important because in the Christian faith, there are a lot of different beliefs and sects and, and um, and yeah, a lot of people believe different things about relationships. But mm-hmm. there's something important about speaking your truth and your experience, and so that's what I'm going to do today. And I think that, that there can be um, great dialogue and conversation around sharing your experience because there is a certain... A sect of Christianity that does believe what we're going to talk about to say and does function in that way. And I don't believe that it's the healthiest thing in the world. And so maybe this is not your experience. Maybe you're not even a Christian, but I'm hoping that you'll enjoy the conversation and maybe get to know someone else's perspective. And then we can go on and have dialogue and conversation. People can learn and grow. And, um, yeah, that's what So I think uh, a lot that I've seen about relationships is that if you ignore something, it's going to come to you specifically Mm -hmm. as it pertains to relationships. And I, I honestly believe that sometimes the church is just super awkward with singles. (laughs) 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 It just, ah. and um, it's unfortunate, but a lot of times they don't know what to do with singles. And so it just becomes like a messy, weird thing. And certain scriptures of the Bible get, highlighted and taught as law um when people's experiences say other and the one I'm thinking of is he who finds a wife finds a good thing which is in Proverbs I think people focus on that pronoun he that finds a wife and so the um understanding the teaching whether verbal or implied hello is that if a woman she has to sit on her hands close her eyes turn her head sit in a very dark room locked away and one day a man will come in he'll bust through the doors he'll tap her on the shoulder and will say you are the one i've been looking for which was not my experience at all in fact i think that theology or mentality hindered me from getting married maybe even sooner i don't I don't know again there's a lot of there's like timing and i, and I believe that god does have a plan but that mentality didn't help me meet my husband. For sure yeah. it did not. Because I pretty right. much did the exact opposite. We'll get to that later.
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, tell us a little bit more about what was your experience? Like, how did you and Stefan meet? What was that process? <laughs>
1: yeah. Woo, that is faithful. So, um, I. I was a person that I always was, I would pray for my husband and I would say, Lord, I thank you for my husband wherever he is. Oh, my friend Julie's on. Hey, Julie. And Hannah. Hey, Hannah. <laughs> um, that wherever he is and whatever he's doing, thank you, Father, that you bless him. And I felt like I realized the summer of 2015 that I was speaking something that was very future. I was almost as if I was pushing, pushing that part of my life further and further away because I was always speaking about it as if it was in the future instead of now. Yeah. Does that make sense? I believe yeah. so, power, so so much that God invites us to partner with him to create our future. And so I started to change my tense and my verbiage. And I said, you know what, Lord, I thank you for my husband that he comes to me now. I thank you for divinely connecting us. And I said, I don't know if this is biblical, but I thank you that you put rocks in my husband's pillow so that he cannot sleep until he finds me.
0: Wow. Wow. That's next level. I know.
1: And I, yeah. it was scary because I was like, okay, I'm just going to step into this. And I also put a date on it. My birth is in January. So I thank you. I said, Lord, I I want to meet my husband by my birthday, January the 11th. And that would have been 2016. And so I would just like consistently pray that. But also, not just praying that, I put yeah. myself out there. I intentionally went online. And I had some dates, and I actually dated someone for about three months. I um, was open to people setting me up. I was just honest. Like, I would tell my friends, yeah, I actually want to meet my husband. And I told my close people, and you were one of them, that I was praying this prayer. Because yeah. um, I think that that's something really important. I think that you have to put your energy out there verbally, spiritually, and physically. You have to put yourself out there verbally by being honest that you want to get married. I think that's right. so dangerous that sometimes in the church we're taught that we, we can't even say that we want to get married because somehow that's unbiblical or that means you're focusing too much on it. Like, what in the world? Yeah, I want yeah. to get married. You know somebody? Come on now. Right. <laughs> oh,
0: my right. God. Right. So
1: verbally just being willing to say that spiritually being super honest with God and and praying um, man I just've been God's been revealing to me more and more the power that we have to petition him as Genesis eighteen the story of when Abraham petitioned God as God was getting ready to destroy the city of Sodom and Gomorrah mm-hmm. and I'm paraphr- paraphrasing, so I'm not a scholar, y'all. But basically, God was like, I'm going to destroy a city. And Abraham was like, well, God, you know, what if you find 100 people that are godly? Like, will you will you not destroy the city for them? And he said, okay, fine. Abraham was like, okay, God, uh, what about 50 people? And God was like, okay, I will not destroy it because you asked me. What about 20 people? And I think he kept going. I think he got God down to 10, I believe. Again, check it out, you guys. Genesis 18. But I realized in that story that Abraham moved God. Mm. He moved him. I, wow. I mean, like let that settle and sink, you guys. And we talked about this this weekend, Aaron, on our podcast. But he petitioned God and God changed his mind because of Abraham's words. Wow. But anyway, in putting your energy out there spiritually, petition God. Like talk to him. Say, hey, yeah. I believe in this. For this god i want this i'm imploring you to move on my behalf but don't stop there because it's not all i've got put your energy out there physically now i'm not talking about standing on the street quarter naked (laughs) y'all right (laughs) we ain't talking about
0: prostitution
1: but i am saying put yourself out there in a way where you can actually invite people to you can you can Foster the type of environment where you could meet someone, whether that's mm-hmm. online, whether that's going to different places that you don't normally go to, whether that's uh, asking your friends to set you up. So anyway, all that to say, energy has to be put out there. So how I met Stefan. <laughs> We, I mm-hmm. have been praying this prayer and just really firm and believing God about, by this certain date and also putting myself out there. And so january 11th on my birthday i remember going to church it was a sunday and i remember randomly this guy walked up to me and he just started talking to me and i was just like whoa he, i mean he was talking to me about the worship team because i was in it and asking questions but he just like we're mm-hmm. talking a while and yeah. then the church doors open and um i was like okay the church was And bye and i didn't even like i just was so not there mentally i just like yeah. walked by and was like okay but then later I was like oh shoot Lord it is my birthday and I asked you for that wonder if he if he's someone that I can get to know in that way cuz he was cute and all that that stuff so anyway um, I let that go so then the next day the 12th was a Monday I just got off of work it's like 3 o'clock I went to Trader Joe's to pick up some groceries real quick before I went out to dinner with you and one of our friends Mm. so I um, I went to Trader Joe's and I got my little groceries and I walked up and there was this guy over to my left and he and i walked up to his register he's like oh madam i'm closed here but i could take you over there and i was like oh, okay so we're walking over to the other register and he's like chatting and talking but i'm just like all right dude i'm trying to just get my groceries and get peace out of here yes. and right. he and, and he mentioned like oh yeah you know i'm from ireland and da, 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 And i was like cool <laughs> yeah I, feel like right. I wanted it to be super impressive and i was like okay right and then um he was Saying like oh okay so what are you doing tonight and I was telling him and he said oh, okay well um what I'm I get off at eight do you, you want to go out for a drink and I was like are we <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
0: <"Hello."> right
1: <laughs> but because of like my old mentality it was like no I I mean I I my natural my default mode was to say no and not even explore it so I was like swipe let's get out of here
0: right and then right. he went
1: in one more time and he said well what about some other time can i have your number and i kid you not air. i felt like the holy spirit arrested my heart he stopped me and inside I was he said why are you saying no erica and i was like
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: I this is awkward it's not my, I, I couldn't come up with a good enough reason and so because of that, it had nothing to do with the man who ended up being Stefan, who's my husband. Nothing to do with him in the moment. It had everything to do with me realizing that I needed to get out of my own way, that I just mm-hmm. needed to be open to whatever possibility. I didn't need to put God in a box about why well, I had to meet my husband at church or this or this, but I could meet him anyway. So I said, okay. I wrote my name on the back of the receipt, slid it across to him because he didn't mm-hmm. even know my name at that point. And yeah. then I walked out and I said, it's, it's, if the ball's in his court. If he does something, i am open. If not, no. And the next day he texted me and then we went to see a movie that night. And
0: wow. that was and
1: that. The, rest is, his the rest is him. We've been together ever since. Married a year wow. and a half now.
0: So. You know what I love about that story is it's so not typical. It's so opposite of how you think. Like for me. I've always grown up in church, so in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to meet somebody in church. I'm going to meet somebody that's been in church just as long as I've been in church. Right. I'm going to meet yeah. somebody that is just as grounded in the Word as me, that is just yes. as spiritually strong as I am, <gasps> and just as... You know what I'm saying? Like, and Stefan's on. He's like, hello. <laughs> hey, Steph.
1: Yes, Julie. God bless Trader Joe's, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: But, yes. you know, even for me, there's a lot in my mind that I'll say no to because of fear. And we've talked about this before is fear keeps me from trying, you know, like there, there, I also believe that there's a certain group of people that believe that it's wrong for a girl to ask a guy out. (laughs) (laughs) Truthfully, truthfully, because, because there's this belief that if you initiate it, then if it goes wrong, it's all your fault. It's supposed to be the guy that, and I think that there, there's, um, Different cultures, like culturally, different ways, different ways people yeah. grew up. Yeah. You know, like that That's was more true. acceptable in a time that is not no longer now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. We're past no longer that. now. We're past I that. cannot tell you how many people that I personally know now, living in Arizona, in this circle of people that I've met, and even random conversations, yep. people okay. met each other online or through apps or direct message people on Instagram. Yep. I can't even tell you there's Maybe three or four of those. Yes. Yeah. You know mean, like, we, what? Right.
1: And can we just talk about so that scripture? He finds what finds a good thing, cool. But can we also talk about Ruth for a second? Because I'm pretty sure Ruth laid herself at the foot of Boaz's bed in a negligee.
0: I can't. But you know what? (laughs) Can we read the story though? Yeah.
1: She. Okay, and maybe it wasn't a negligee, but she, and uh, she got her makeup on and put on her best right. dress and went uncovered right. his feet and laid in his bed in the middle of the night.
0: Because her mother-in-law told her to do that. Her Israelite, I think woman
1: of God, mother-in-law told her to do that. Yeah. So what about that story? My, my whole thing is like, can we just take the, the Bible as a whole? We take bits and pieces. Yeah. And also, too, we've talked about this. We have to read the scripture with fresh eyes, and that's super yeah. hard.
0: Because we come to it
1: with our pre- preconceived notions that we've been taught yeah.
0: in church. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like, we just have to get used to reading it for what it is, not what you've yeah. heard it to be, not for what you want it to, what to you be. Don't want want yeah. the scriptures to confirm that what you believe is correct. Exactly. But just, just read it to see what the truth is. Because that
1: that story is crazy, though. Do you know what I mean? it is. Like, if you really think about that, she inserted herself into the lineage of Jesus by her mm-hmm. actions. Yeah. I mean. When we are empowered, and I think a lot of times in the church, people, there are some sects of the church that don't believe that women should be leaders in church. So mm-hmm. I think there's this really, it's an unfortunate relationship of that women have no power and no authority, mm-hmm. and that we're weak, and we need to be docile, and that mm-hmm. we have to take the subservient approach that a woman needs to submit to the husband. And yeah. um, And I think that... That we have to take everything in balance and everything with a grain of salt and search the scriptures for ourselves and also realize who we are if i was going to take that that the woman is servant to the man and he runs the household approach then i would not be with stephen because not that stephen's not a strong man but he leads in different ways than i do i nor I normally handle our finances because that's where my brain works. That doesn't mean right. that I'm over Stefan or he's over me. That just means that our partnership has met in that way. But if right. I'm so stuck in what I've been taught or what I had thought, then I would never have, um, I would have said no and we wouldn't be here. And Stefan right. is the perfect man for me. He compliments right. me so well. Right. I'm just so thankful for him. And um, yeah. so I, I guess my hope for women that want to get married, that are Christian or not, whatever, yeah. just be open. And I think open up your mind to a story that is different than what you've ever seen or yeah. what you ever could imagine. Because I think that God wants that for us. He wants a beautiful love story. And right. also don't be afraid to ask for it. Ask him for it. Because mm-hmm. if you, oh, Lord, you're getting fired up, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we believe God is a good God... Then we will not be afraid of the answers he gives us because yes. if, he's, if we ask him for bread, he will not give us a stone. That's mm-hmm. what the scriptures say. And so I think that if you ask him, Lord, I want to be married. I think you're bringing my husband to me. Connect us, divinely connect us. I want to build kingdom, build family. That's biblical. So if you believe that if you ask God for that, and if he doesn't give it to you in the time that you That you wanted to then it's just a not now it's not a no if that's what you want why would he not give this thing you want like why is that like you know i think we have to be okay with
0: that i think we have to be okay with i i asked god for this by this date it didn't happen but i'm gonna go back in the game and ask again yeah you know
1: i think of all the women of old because i'm in this season of, of my life about children and they Oh my gosh, these women. I'm just reading and they like they literally went back. They're like, I will not, you I will not. You will buy me a child. I will not walk away from here until I have what I need. The woman with the issue of blood, she I'm touching that cloak because it's mine. And I think it's the approach with that type of faith of like i'm getting what's mine i am a child of god and i have authority in this world yeah. and so i'm petitioning you to um meet me where i'm at like do what i'm asking like i'm not asking for anything unbiblical It it just if you realize the power that you have i think our prayers will change
0: mm. Ooh, that's good that's really good. Really people funny. in the Bible,
1: they didn't play with
0: their prayers. I tell you what. No, they didn't read it. They were serious about what they wanted and the reason why they wanted it. And yeah. they were consistent until they got it. Sure did. And I think there's a I think there's a lot that we haven't seen is because we give up. I really believe that in our prayers. There's so much we haven't seen is because we you you threw in the towel too quick. Too quick. If you bang on the door, somebody's oh gonna God, it. got
1: to open it. If you yeah. seek, you will find. If you knock, the yeah. door
0: will be. It's got to. So then, you but see the people light. people stop knocking and they stop seeking, and oh, stuff yeah. isn't found. You know what I mean? Like exactly. doors aren't open to those yeah. who stop knocking. We're <laughs> <laughs> found yeah. by people who stop seeking. Exactly. Like, what are we not getting? You know what I'm saying?
1: And I think God is a lot more interested in what we want and how we're going to move in the world than we realize yeah. or care to admit that we are really yeah. in charge of our lives yeah and if we just choose things guys like all right go ahead do that you want to be married let's go let's do this like that's right and it's almost less about who you marry and i've heard this a lot less about who you marry than the type of wife or husband you choose to be like the person is the person right and
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and there's a a person that may be better for you than another person but when you're married you're married so now what are you going to do because it right. ain't a joke. Let
0: me help you. <laughs> okay. It's not a joke. No, that's good. Yeah. So to wrap it up, what in pieces of oh, words, words sometimes hard. they're hard. <laughs> they're really
1: hard, but it's
0: okay. <laughs> to wrap it up, what piece of advice would you give to a girl or a guy that is in that season of wanting to be in a relationship, but they're stuck in their fears, their beliefs, what would you do?
1: true i would say don't put god in a box i think get outside of what you know to be true in your brain and then just believe 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 that anything could happen that like you could meet your significant other in a grocery store because you're being sensitive to the holy spirit i think mm-hmm. i'm a rule follower hello yeah um, i like rules they're fast and easy but i think that the world is a lot more gray than we would love it to be and so yeah. i think if you Realize that it's not about following rules. If I do this, if I focus most more on God, then he'll bring me someone. If I don't think about it at all, he'll bring me something. It's less about that and it's more about being sensitive to the Holy Spirit for your life. We're mm-hmm. all different and God mm-hmm. will come to us how we need to be come to. Yeah. And so I think if we are sensitive enough and listen yeah. and say, Okay, Lord, this is what I want, this is my desire. Now lead me right. guide me and be sensitive. Okay. Right. Yes. Go. Okay. No. Don't do that this time. It's not a hard and fast rule, honestly. Yeah. Um. But uh, like I mentioned before, I would say put your energy out there
0: verbally. Yeah.
1: Tell your people, like what you want.
0: Be speak yeah.
1: it. Words are so powerful. Spiritually, yeah. be really clear with God. Petition yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then three, physically, put yourself out there. Lay at yeah. the feet of Boaz in your negligee. <laughs>
0: I cannot. I cannot. I, there's two oh things gosh. I want to mention, too, because I think it's so good. We talked about it previously. Like, wanting, going after something you want, thinking that you can just ignore it and that it's going to come to you, that doesn't work in any other area of life. You know what I mean? And we've talked, like, that doesn't work in job. jobs. It doesn't work in careers. It doesn't work. So you're telling me not to want it, and then I'll have it? That doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't make work. sense.
1: So you want a pair of shoes, and so you then just ignore it, and the shoes are going to drop. it. No, you go online, right. you get the shoes. You go to the store, you, you get the shoes. And, right. you know, that, yeah. So it, yeah. You, can't, you can't, I don't believe that that's true. And that's been my yeah. own personal experience. And I think for the certain sect of Christianity that um, teaches that, either verbally or it's implied because let's let's, please be real a lot of things are implied yeah and and, and, oh i hate this that things are implied and then we feel bad because they're like well i never told you that or that wasn't really taught but it was implied let's not pretend like communication is only verbal because we all know that it's body language it's tone so let's let's also realize that that you have Mm -hmm. to be discerning for yourself and really um trust god but also for yourself
0: yeah and last thing i'll say too um i did this internship at the international house of prayer in kansas city and Stuart greaves was the one who directed the fire in the night internship he's going to be a guest on the show at some point which i'm really excited about. oh that's so cool yeah he said yeah he told me to email him yeah power of these yeah, yeah. So anyways, while I was at the internship, some of the girls, uh, there was a lot of questions about relationships because during the internship, you couldn't be in a relationship. Like oh. It was You were designed to be focused on the Lord because you were there for the Lord. You know, I get it, you know. But a lot of people had questions about relationships. And so one of the girls asked him, what do you personally think um, if a girl likes a guy, should she tell him? Should a girl tell a guy that she likes him? And he was like, tell him. Tell him. And it was like, wait, are you serious? You know, like a lot of different people were like, really? You really believe that and why? And he was—he said the most powerful thing, and I'll never forget it. He said, don't try to sow fig leaves over your insecurities and fears. Isn't that so good? Because what happens We're not ready. We we're not ready. Erica, <laughs> seriously, I, I cannot wait to have him on the show because he is so... He's basically saying, uh, just like Adam and Eve, you're sewing fig leaves over your own nakedness. Yeah. And that's why you don't want to ask a guy out is because you're insecure. You yeah. don't think, you know what I'm saying? There's fear. It's we like, don't, so don't be that. Strong. Women
1: are yeah. so strong and yeah. I, we're not, people want to, the world would have us believe that we are not strong. And we cannot make it through things and we cannot. Yeah. Why does this caps I told Stefan I loved him first. Mm. Yeah. Because I knew that I did. And so why would yeah. I not? Why am I gonna not share my heart and my emotions and be right. honest? Oh, I like right. that. I'm not trying to yeah. show, show fig leaves over my insecurities. I know how I feel, so I'm just gonna right. say that. We're and uh, did that make me? Did that somehow make me less of a woman or make? Uh, right. uh, last piece of advice: Don't play reindeer games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't. Right. Please right. Don't. That's good. All right, Erica. So tell people how they can stay in touch with you. How can they follow you? How can they, you know,
1: stay in touch with what's going Um, on? Follow me on my handles, Erica V. Burn. I dig and married. Burn is my last name.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All those different things. I think I might be on Snapchat, but I haven't quite figured that one out. <laughs> and then <laughs> my website, check out my website, please. Erica Vaughn, that's E R I C K A V A U G H N dot com. You can see all about my writing. I'm working on my third book, um, my dance stuff. I'm working on some dance stuff here in Arizona, but I did a lot of work in Chicago. I co founded and directed Project Bound Dance for three seasons, three years, and I'm really super proud of that and that it's continuing. Um, part of my legacy. And then, um, also last So L A S H L E Y ladies.com. I'm sort of spearheaded, spearheading that for our family with our podcasts and creative conversations and just some things that we're doing. So I
0: got my hand in a few
1: different things. Um, yeah, good. Follow me.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the show, Erica. Thanks and we'll see you for next time. Me. Peace.